You're listening to a podcast of the Sunday morning message from Grace Christian Church in the city of Cork on the beautiful south coast of Ireland. We hope and pray that it will be a blessing to you. And I'm calling today's message Apostle Patrick, Apostle You. Patrick was a real person. Yeah, there's lots of legends that have nothing to do with reality, like snakes being banished and all of that. But he was a historical figure. Now, half of you know this backwards, but can I ask you who do know it to remember that the other half of the congregation here have probably never heard anything like this before. You are in Ireland for such a time as this. Would anyone say amen? You see, we're not here by accident. Whether you were born here or you moved here, you're here for a reason. And the Apostle Patrick was sent as an Apostle to Ireland. But I want to challenge you and encourage you to think about if you have moved here for work or for study or for refuge or to learn English or whatever it is, is that all there is? Do you think God is something more for you here? Do you think maybe God wants to use you here? And if you were born here, is that it? Or do you think maybe God wants to use you more? So I'm using the word apostle in its broader sense today. Here's a 60-second potted history of who this Patrick was. He came, we think, from Wales. He came from a Christian family. He tells us in his writings, and these are verified documents, that his father was a deacon in a Christian church and his grandfather was a pastor. However, Patrick wasn't a Christian at the time. He was kidnapped at the age of 16, which was a thing back then. And along with thousands of others, he writes, they were transported from the island of Britain over here to Ireland. And for two years, he was a slave. But one day, he was able to escape. And then a couple of years later, as he was walking with God, God said, I want you to go back. One thing happened to him in Ireland, and maybe if you're a teenager or a child and your family are Christians, maybe this will speak to you. Because Patrick says, in Ireland, the Lord opened the understanding of my unbelieving heart so that I should turn from my sins. And this is Patrick's testimony. It's like his family were Christian, but he had to be on his own and have a bit of trouble before he actually got it. And he turned to the God of his father and his mother and his grandparents. If you're a grandparent or a parent, can I encourage you, don't give up talking about Jesus. Would any of the parents say amen? You might say, my kids aren't walking with God. Ah, but the last chapter of their life is not written yet. God can still work. If you're giving up in your heart, shame on you. Don't give up. Who'll say amen? Amen. And if you are a young person or you're a child in here and you haven't yet come to know the Lord, do you know what? There's an easy way and a hard way. Sometimes Patrick had to go through a real hard time before he woke up. Don't go through a hard time. You can call on Jesus today. Hallelujah. 
So this is Patrick's confession. And that happened to him here in Ireland. But he escaped. And we know he went to France, which was known as Gaul back then. And he was getting on with his life, doing his own thing. He was living his best life, having been a, a slave. And then he writes in his confession, which is one of his documents that is verified. He said, the spirit gave me a dream of the Irish people calling on me to walk among them again. So I returned. So Patrick could have gone on living an easy life, but God called him to return to Ireland. And guess what? He returned. And I wonder, would you be even sitting in a church like this today if people like Patrick weren't willing to follow the Holy Spirit's leading? Patrick knew the Holy Spirit and knew the prophetic leading of the Holy Spirit. It's like in the New Testament, we see in Acts 13 and verse 4, how the Holy Spirit sent Paul and Barnabas on their mission journey and they sailed to Cyprus. Now, Ireland is an island, isn't that right? Okay, if you don't know that, you need to know you are on an island right now. You're surrounded by water. The sea, oh, the sea, I won't sing it, no, no. So you're surrounded by water. Well, we're on the extreme western end of Europe. There's a big thing at the moment on social media. Where is the safest country in Europe to be with the war in Ukraine? And guess who comes out on top? Two countries, Portugal and Ireland, because we're so far west. But Ireland is on the west, but Cyprus is another island nation in the European Union. And this is where the Holy Spirit sent Paul. And Paul and Patrick have a lot of similarities. And the Holy Spirit said, set aside these guys. And they, he led them to Cyprus. And when they got to Cyprus in verse 5 and 6, we read they sailed there and they proclaimed the word of God throughout the whole island. Now, if you weren't born here, you would have come to Ireland. Probably you flew here. Maybe you got a ship here. But you crossed the oceans one way or the other. And this is what Paul did. And I want you to keep that in your mind. Did you really cross the ocean just to further your career? Just to study? Just to get refuge? Do you think God has something greater for you than that? Something deeper? where you can return the blessing God has given you and bless the land God has sent you to. And it's the same for those of us born here. But Paul and Barnabas preached and proclaimed the word of God. Look what Patrick says about Ireland. There were a couple of Christians before him. It wasn't just him, but he was the main guy. This is exactly from his writing. In Ireland, by God's grace through me, many were born again and baptized in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Kind of sounds like a Christian, doesn't it? What do you think? Mm, not sure, really. That's the writings of a real Christian. And this is a historical document. It's not made up. It's verified. So this is what Patrick said. And he came here 
in the 400s, so about 1600 years ago, he was here and he joined up with a couple of Irish Christians and they bought the gospel throughout the island. And can I tell you that Ireland was transformed. It became known as the island of saints and scholars. And the Bible was copied out in beautiful documents. You can go and see the originals. For example, the Book of Kells in Trinity College in Dublin. And the one place in the world, in the world, listen, in the world that you could find the Bible in written form was the island God has brought you to, was the island you were born in. You couldn't find it anywhere else because it was burned and it was lost in the dark ages. So Patrick did something wonderful. The Bible that many of us love to read was kept safe here on this island. And it came as a result of Patrick and the Christians here. So my encouragement and my word to you today is everybody here is on a journey. Would you agree with that? So Everyone here is on a spiritual journey. I spoke to a few people. You're here for the first time. You've never been to anything like this before. Do you know what I want to say? Well done you. Will we give a round of applause to those who come in here for the first time? 42 years ago, in March 1980, I was cycling up the street here outside. And I cycled past the train station. I was going up to meet my girlfriend, who's now my wife. We were a crossbreed marriage. I was from the south side, she was from the north side. But I remember cycling past there and seeing a poster on a billboard just down there. Jesus said, come to me everyone who is weary and I will give you rest. And that was the start of my spiritual journey. I was about... Actually, 18, 19, something like that. And that started my spiritual journey. You have started a spiritual journey. Even if you don't believe, you wouldn't be here unless you were on that journey. Many of us, some people have done a physical journey here. You had to cross the sea, like Patrick. You had to come here physically. Can I challenge you? Do you honestly think that's just, you're just here by chance? Is it just luck or bad luck or whatever you think? Can I suggest to you, you're not here by chance. Would anyone say amen? amen? You are here for a purpose. God bought Patrick here. He bought others here. And it was that beautiful, that wonderful joining together of those who were local and those who came from overseas that changed Ireland. And if you want to read up on it, and there's a lot of books written on it, how Ireland saved civilization. It was because of that marriage that on this island, just like today, many people are saying Ireland is the safest place from this war in Ukraine. If it does turn into a nuclear war, here is one of the safer places in Europe to be in the same way. It was the safest place and God knew it. For the Bible to be written and transcribed and the Bible to be kept and protected here before it's spread all over the world. So my question to you is what about your future journey? Whether you're from here or you moved here, can I really encourage you, no matter what age you are, to say to you that God has something deeper for you. 
He wants you to experience more depth of his Holy Spirit. Open up to the Holy Spirit. Call on the Lord. If you've never spoken in tongues, ask God to give you the gift. It happened to me in my bedroom on my own. If you've never dreamt something from the Holy Spirit, like Patrick had a dream, ask God to speak to you in your dreams. Do you think he's able? So we don't have to think about Netflix and dream about that. We can dream about God and what he can do in your life because God has a mission for everyone. Imagine if everyone in this church, before the pandemic, we were well over a thousand. Let's say a thousand. Let's use that. Imagine if everyone in this church told someone about Jesus and they started to believe. That's a thousand people straight away. And imagine if they then said it to another thousand. Do you know what would happen? It's called the multiplication effect. It wouldn't be long before this city, which you sang earlier, the God of the city, greater things have yet to come. It wouldn't be long before you and I would see a different Cork and a different Ireland. So can I encourage you and challenge you to ask God, what can I do? How can you use me, God? And you might say, but I'm weak, but I barely know anything. Oh my goodness, can God use you? Sometimes the people who think they know it all are the least usable in God's kingdom. Because God wants a humble heart. Amen? He wants a humble heart. Let me quote just two more things. Patrick in his confession said, The truth is that we who love Ireland are like those who were born here. We had a bunch of people from the local university, UCC, here in Cork, and they came to check us out, and they wrote in their thesis that this church was the best example, along with other churches like us all over Ireland, of the New Ireland, because the different races, the different nationalities, the different backgrounds mix here in a way that they don't everywhere else. So you are part of something wonderful that is happening. And you know what? It's a bit like a taste of heaven, because we're told that in heaven, there will be every tribe and every tongue. And do you think there'll be a place for the Irish and a place for the Africans and a place for the Asians and a place for the Polish? Or will we all be together? 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 There's an Irish word. It's called lechela. And that means together. Can you say lechela? Le let me make it easy. Lechela, okay? One, two, three. Lechela, together. God has called us to be together and you and I are part of something that is the future. This is an invasion of the future into the present. And we have a purpose in our lives. So as I close, we're going to pray. For those who have come here from other lands, and I'm going to ask the ones born here to pray for you guys. And then I'm going to ask you guys to pray for those who were born here. Are you up for that? Because this is the New Ireland. And this is the future. And you know, it's a bit like what was ancient is now happening today as well. Because it reflects what happened in Patrick's time. This is my final slide. Here's one of Patrick's many prayers he wrote down. God's strength guide me. His wisdom instruct me. His hand protect me. And God's word direct us. 
So God's strength guide us or pilot us was the old word used. His wisdom instruct us, his hand protect us, and his word direct us. For your future journey and for mine, I pray that God will do that for us. Are you up for that prayer? Can we stand? The band come up. We're going to sing a song written by an Irishman called Robin Mark. And Robin wrote this song. I know Robin personally. I've spoken to him many times. But he wrote this song. And it's from that beautiful verse in the Bible. No, not by might. And it says, it's not by might. It's not by power. But it's by my spirit, says the Lord. So God's Holy Spirit will give you and give me the ability to be used in a wonderful way here in Ireland. And by his spirit, we can see this nation change. And you know what? When you give, you receive way more back. When you and I give, the blessing is way more upon us. Even if our giving is weak, God will bless us for it. Let's sing the song and then we're going to pray before we close. No. This is what God is saying to you because someone has come in here today and your heart is broken and the living God would say to you, the doctor can't help you and she can't help you, but the one who created you, the one who knit you together in your mother's womb, even the Lord, he is the one who will help you. And the Lord would say, if you open up your heart to me, broken and wounded as it is, I will pour in ointment and I will rescue your heart and I will restore you 
into the person you were born to be. Do not leave this place with a bleeding heart. Leave this place with a heart that is beginning to heal. For the Lord your God has called your name and I am but a prayer away. This is what the Lord would say. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I'm going to ask that we would pray generally now. So if you moved here from another country, I'm going to ask you to pray for people born here. So if you were born here, you're, you grew up here, would you lift up your hand? Okay, so that's about half of us. I'm going to ask those who came from other countries, would you just lift your hand out towards someone near you who was born in Ireland? And I'm just going to pray with you. And maybe I'm putting words in your mouth, but let's just pray for the people born here. We thank you, Lord, for the people who were born here who love you, Jesus. And as those who have moved from different countries, we pray a blessing on those who were born here. And we pray, oh God, that into their hearts there would be an openness to receive what you are doing, Lord, through those who've come from overseas. So help the minds and the hearts of those who've been born here to receive what you are saying through your sons and your daughters who you have sent here. We pray a wonderful connection between the Irish, the old Irish and the new Irish. We pray it in Jesus' name and all the ones who were born in Ireland with a loud voice said. Amen. And now I want to pray for those who've come from overseas. Can you lift your hands up just to receive? You come from different countries. And I'm going to ask the Irish, reach out your hand towards those who were born in other countries. We pray, Lord, for our brothers and sisters who you bought here for whatever reason, we declare today, they are welcome. Will the Irish say amen? And we pray a deepest blessing upon our brothers and sisters. We ask God that you would use them while they were here. We ask you, God, that you would bless them, that you would meet all their needs. And I pray, Lord, as we remember Patrick, the one who wasn't from here, who came and blessed us, we pray you would raise up a blessing in the lives, in the hearts, and in the souls of those who've come from overseas. We pray they would bring a blessing with them. And as they bless, that they in turn would be blessed. And we pray it in Jesus' name. And all together, the people of God said, praise God. We're going to do a closing song, Michael. Let's finish off with the chorus of No, Not By Might as we finish. No, not by might. No.
let's close in prayer will we together can I invite you to raise your hands one last time this morning as we pray Father I thank you this morning that we are able to sing songs of praise to God our Savior Lord we're glad and we're thankful for the message that came to this land that came to our homes that came to our lives wherever we were when we heard it Lord we thank you for that message Lord which has transformed our lives would anyone say amen we pray that your presence your power and your spirit would go with us into everything we do this week lord begging gross the tierna isa christ on grod day august on common spread near be elin galer may the grace of the lord jesus christ the love of god and the fellowship of the holy spirit be with us all and god's people said Amen. Praise God. God bless you guys. God bless and keep you. We're starting again in about 20 minutes. So tea and coffee being served in the courtyard. All sorts of green things going on down there. We're going to play a song as you go. May God bless you and go with you into your coming week.